0: oh yes it's good to be back in the studio welcome to ask a traffic cop that show on the internet that answers your traffic and police questions my name is sean shapiro police officer with the toronto police service traffic safety programs unit which is an office inside of traffic services which is a citywide unit for the toronto police service wow that was a that was a, a lot it's the same a lot every time but i it was a lot today hope you had a great weekend a long weekend um i had a fantastic time and uh that said this is this is a short week now that kind of makes me sad uh, but i hope you had a fun time I hope you had a safe time lots of lots of wild stuff happening in the city of toronto over the weekend we had the caribbean festival which apparently went very very well uh, i was not there for it but i've seen lots of photos lots of smiling faces lots of dancing going on it's awesome i used to go down every year and now now i entertain my children so my wife can rest <laughs> actually until i pass up right because i because Naps on the couch are a thing, I don't know. I, I assume it's for everybody. Uh, let's see here, we have we have a Dave in the building. We have a JD in the building. We have a uh, Sergeant Kulik in the building. Who's coming to help? Is anyone? Let me see here one second here. We have, hmm. Let's see what's happening here. Gonna send a little message. But uh, we are going to be live. No, we are live. Yes, we are live, and I have a new logo set. Everything's going a little slow. I click a button. There's a little bit of of the delay. Uh, we are currently broadcasting on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and, of course, X, formerly known as Twitter. I am thoroughly not used to calling it X. And I like the logo. Don't get me wrong; I, I, I think it's cool. If you are on X, formerly known as Twitter, uh, you can see us, but we can't see you. We can't actually get your messages. So, if you would like to interact with us and ask us questions, well, we would like that very much. But it requires you to actually come over to YouTube or another platform. If you'd like to come over to YouTube, well, jump over to trafficcop.ca, and there you get links to everything. Links to did you put? I don't even know. What to, I think I have links to this today's show. I think I was that. Forward thinking. Uh, let me see if I if I if I messed it up or not. See, it's it were days ago. Usually it's the night before. This was days ago that I set this up. No, it still has the Friday show. Uh, go to go, go to YouTube dot and it'll take you to our page, which will show us uh, which will show you the uh, the current link. Let me take the Friday show off. Let me delete that. Take it off. Okay. Tomorrow will be better. I'll be. I'll be I'll be more prepared. Uh, we'll see. Hello, safety people. Uh, we, we got messages coming in on TikTok. And, of course, we have uh, JD, the magical producer, in the background who is making your message possible to be seen everywhere else. Uh, it's Elvin. What is the full the full username? Elvin Seton uh, says, the best part of waking up is Shapiro on TikTok. Well, thank you very much. I, pre- I appreciate that I'm part of your your morning routine. Uh let's see here. No JD no worries and what do we got here? We got some chat messages in the YouTube. Michael says greetings. I bought a cheeseburger poutine and pop yesterday that totally did not taste worth $28. Uh really? where was that? I want to I want to know. Um I don't want to have one since you've already Suggest that it's not worth the money, but I I am curious where one would get a cheeseburger poutine um, I'm I'm back on on track today's day two of, of carb-free living and I look forward to uh, Shrinking on on screen for you because <laughs> I'm just tired. I you know what I've I've uh, I was on a health kick I was eating right about a year ago, and then I stopped uh, and uh, I've just been enjoying and maybe a little too much just you know little little things like bread apparently don't work well for me so I'm back on that on that kick and eating a cleaner uh diet not not on a diet but eating a cleaner diet in general so you'll be on the journey with me you can tell me if I've uh, if, if, if I'm looking like it's working all right uh, a killer Draconis says greetings and salutations from Priceville, Ontario I'm gonna I am to i going to have to googly goo that because I don't know where Priceville is uh, we have what is this? We have did that click? No, that click didn't work. Um. <laughs> okay, Stephen Bell says, uh, "Hi, good morning. How was your weekend? My weekend was fantastic. It was longer than uh, normal, uh, and that's good. And then this weekend is going to be longer than normal too because I'm not going to be here on Friday uh, because I'm going. I'm going on a little trip to celebrate a birthday uh, with some family. So, and and a happy birthday to my nephew Milo, who uh, may or may not be watching right now, but it is his birthday and. Uh, He is, he's the only nephew named Milo that I have. So (laughs) I wish him a very happy birthday. Uh, Let's see here. We have Kayla Dracona says the X logo looks like the logo often used with X windows. Hmm, is that, I can't remember that. that. Although it does, it is reminiscent of some old school uh, computer stuff, old school stuff. Let's see. Uh, Greeting, okay, we got that, we got that, Uh, oh. The Grinch says, "Good morning. Watching my favorite morning show. Drinking my coffee. Are we officially a morning show? I'm assuming you're talking about this show. Uh, are, are we officially a morning show? Oh, we got questions here. I I got this one out of sequence. We'll put it back in the in the cubby hole for later. Okay. Oh, Michael says that the uh, the breakfast or the the cheeseburger poutine was from Holy Chuck at Yorkdale Mall. I can't say that I've been there." Uh, or tried that. I've been to Yorkdale, I haven't, I haven't. And don't call it a mall, they get very upset. It's a shopping center. Very important to acknowledge the shopping center versus mall, don't let them hear you. I, I made that mistake once. I used to be very involved with them because I was. I, I used to run the, uh, uh, or, or, but before we centralized Cops for Cancer, I was the head of that for for that area and then we did centralize it and I stayed on and very involved with Cops for Cancer for many years. Uh, Things we're gonna talk about in just a second to give you an idea as I'm just getting through the hellos. Uh, we're gonna talk about Vision Zero Enforcement Team, tell you where they are today. Uh, we're gonna to talk about whatever you wanna talk about because this is a show that's all about you, answering your traffic and police questions. But we're gonna also delve into some Ford uh, safe driving skills for life, and then we're gonna talk about employment. And all through that, we're gonna continue right through to 11 o'clock or, or maybe even a little longer. Okay, oh. Interesting. We got some comments here. All right. I think we can jump into. We'll come back to. We'll come back to you and and to comments and stuff and things in a second. Let me change my my graphic over, and I am going to quickly discuss Vision Zero enforcement team. So, if you didn't already know that Vision Zero was a thing, and that so much is it, it's so much of a thing that we created an enforcement team to support the concept. So, what is Vision Zero? Well, it's 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 a concept that we can. Reduce the number of serious injuries and deaths on our roads to zero by doing a number of things, like, well, changing the design of roads, for one. But that's not a police function; that's very much a city and engineering function. So, what do we do as police? Well, we do education and enforcement. That's our that's our that's our wheelhouse. So, I'm I'm very much on the education side of it because I don't go on the road and I don't do the enforcement. But my friends in the Vision Zero enforcement team do. So, what does it mean? They give tickets. Yeah, they give tickets, but they focus on the big four. That is speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and impaired driving, because those are the specific behaviors that we know that lead to serious injury and death on the roads, period. And if they're out there focusing on that, well, they have a serious chance of reducing risk to everybody else on the road because they're gonna take those bad drivers, hold them accountable, and uh and yeah, and then maybe they'll change their opinions or and they're not just their their opinions, but their 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 driving. Behavior. So where are they today? 23 division and 43 division. Those are the neighborhoods of Rexdale, Jamestown, Martin Grove, Bendale, Woburn, Highland Creek, West Hill, Guildwood, neighborhoods where real people live, work and play and deserve to be safe. It's kind of important to to throw that tagline in there. They deserve to be safe because the people who are choosing to put them at risk don't deserve the right to go fast, don't deserve the right to drive aggressively, don't deserve the right to be distracted while they're driving. Those are things they're choosing to do very selfishly. Okay. I will I will move on. But if you've got questions about Vision Zero, let me know. All right. Uh, boom, boom, boom. We've got questions about parking. We've got questions about. Oh, interesting. Driving school. Uh, okay, we got question here. We've got I'm going through and I'm trying to organize a list of things to talk about. And that is because questions come in all the time and I wanna make sure I don't miss anything. And, and Dr. Neku may or may not be watching right now, hey, Zobby, uh, may or may not be, uh, uh, you know, gets, gets out of sorts if we're not in order. So I'm gonna try, try to keep it in order. Ah, uh, Windows is a GUI from Unix, okay, cool. I knew there was something. And Larissa has some pre- uh, questions. All right, let's scroll back. Let's got I guess I got eight questions in the queue. We can start there. So the first one comes in from Calm Down on TikTok, and the question is: Is it true that lots of traffic charges are getting dropped because courts are overwhelmed? Depending on where you are, that is true. Uh, the most serious ones, they are not, from my understanding just uh, throwing out or dropping. Uh, but the ones that have been excessively long waiting in queue, many of them have been. So don't get don't get excited because it may not be you or it may not be the people that you know uh, who are seeing the benefits of this. But the truth is that they've really had a backlog. And um, if they're too old, well then they're not taking care of things in a timely fashion and they're required to by law. There were some extensions made. So what was what used to be a one year uh, expectation of having your trial or your, your day in court, uh, was extended to two years for COVID. And if it's gone beyond that, you know, chances are they're not gonna proceed. That is not a guarantee, but that is what we've been seeing. Okay, so hopefully that helps. If it, if it does help, maybe uh, you got the lesson. If you got a ticket and you, it, it happens to get the withdrawn, maybe you get the lesson without the impact of, of the consequence. You got the, all the feels of, of, of going through it without having the, the long-term effects. Uh, Larissa says, "Is it bad that I don't want to go to driver's ed? I'm learning how to drive with my dad, and I'm doing well so far. Is it bad that you don't want to? It's not bad. I don't think it's the best choice. Um, whatever the reasons or motivations of wanting to be with dad uh, versus school, you know, it could be financial, it could be comfort. Uh, but the problem is this: your dad may be a very nice person, may even be a very good driver, but your dad is not a professional driving instructor, in, in, unless he, unless he is, uh, and." He's going to teach you what he knows, but he doesn't know what he doesn't know. And he's also not a trainer, per se, in that field, unless he is. But I'm assuming it's not. So you may not be getting a full education. You may not be getting the benefits. Now, there's other reasons to take drivers ed. you reduce your – an approved course gets you a reduction in, your, in the amount of time you must wait to get your G2s. So if you have your G1 right now, uh, you have to wait 12 months but you only have to wait eight months if you get an approved course. Now, when you get your G2, and you're gonna be a licensed driver, you're gonna be on the insurance, getting, uh, having graduated from a driving education course gives you a reduction in your insurance rates. And that doesn't, and the reason it does that, it gives you the uh, consideration of a, of a period of time of experience, which you would not have if you do it on your own. So there are benefits to doing it, and, and really the real benefit is making you a safer driver. Dad, can, dad might get you through the test, but are you gonna get the skills to become a safer driver? Do you know what, this is a great segue. And and Larissa, I wanna give you a suggestion. If you're in the, the, the uh, greater Toronto area and you're available August 19th or 20th, either in the a.m. or the p.m., uh, let, me, let me throw this graphic on the screen and then we'll talk about this magical thing, which is free and it's some driver training. Ford skills for life. Sorry, Ford driving skills for life it's a word, I I missed it in the first reading, Uh, might have been important, (laughs) four driving skills for life, uh, is a four hour, four and a half hour uh, period of time where you get free instruction from very specialized instructors and not only will they be from uh, Ford for driving but there's going to be police officers there talking about impaired driving and distracted driving and I will be there so of course it's going to be amazing Uh, but we will be there uh, all day for both days and you can register for free and where would you do that well if you go to trafficcop.ca there's a link that says sign up for Ford driving skills for life yeah so I would suggest that regardless of what your long-term plans are for taking the the big course with like, like a young driver's or an, or an alternate uh, education or driving education center, uh, consider coming down and getting some free driving uh, uh, education because this stuff you just can't you just can't get it any uh, without paying. There's no free course anywhere. This is a free course, so I guess there is a free course somewhere. But this is only August 19th and 20th. It's uh, it's being held. Uh, well, let me pull up the screen. Let me put up the screen about. Here we go, so a little more information. This is very quick, so don't go anywhere for anyone who doesn't care about this, but you should care about this, because it's awesome. But, here we go. So uh, th- you're gonna be driving a Mustang, at least for part of it. There's a, ve- a vehicle handling course. You're gonna learn about uh, hazard recognition, uh, and you can read on screen. I don't need to read it for you. I'll just read the headings. Vehicle handling, speed management, space management. Uh, you know, th- There's also sections of the course that specifically deal with impaired driving and distracted driving which I think is really cool if you go to uh, to their YouTube page and I'll put a link for it if I haven't already done it, it you can see what they're doing that you put on beer goggles these are goggles that simulate impairment and you can uh, uh, when you do this you can actually drive the car while wearing them and it shows how it affects your your vision uh, which is something that you know we don't want you to get drunk. And, and drive, that would be illegal, regardless of whether you're on a track or not. Um, this allows you to see what it's like to be impaired and uh, and while sober and can make decisions based on that experience. So when you're drunk or you're impaired, you're making poor decisions in the first place. If you're doing it in these confined uh, scenarios, you're not drunk, but you're getting the, the, the benefits of understanding just how dangerous it is in a safe environment. Okay, um, oh wait, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow after the show, um, I've got uh, an instructor from Ford coming down to talk about this. So we'll have a we we'll have a bonus episode. We're going to film a uh, record an episode of of uh, TPS Traffic Jam, and then we'll we'll put it up. And if uh, we may even go live, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, when is this available? I, I mentioned it earlier. Uh, there's a uh, there's two sessions on. Uh, Saturday, two sessions on Sunday. There's currently uh, spots available for all of them, although they are starting to fill up. So if you are interested, go to traffichop.ca and sign up. You can also go to drivingskillsforlife.ca, and there is a link to allow you to go and sign up. So however you want to get there, get there, sign up. It's free. Okay, moving on. Uh, Can you explain the no standing sign? It's a sign that says no standing. Uh, do you mean what can you do with a no standing sign? Well, the idea is that uh, you you can't you can't stop there. I think for no standing, it's for any reason. No parking, you can do immediate pick up and drop off uh, or, or or unloading. Uh, let me see, let me let me see because this is I we have these questions and I I don't get into the traffic stuff or the parking stuff I should say I really get into the traffic stuff. Uh, what does no parking mean? Sorry, no standing mean in. Toronto because it does change jurisdiction to jurisdiction uh, oh no standing means you can uh, receive and discharge passengers well no stopping this is right on parking regulation City of Toronto no standing is motorists are only permitted to receive and discharge passengers so you can stop and someone can quickly get in there get out which is interesting because is not that like standing No stopping means motorists are generally not permitted to stop for any reason except to avoid conflict with traffic or in compliance with the directions of a constable or other police officer or a traffic control sign or signal. So a no stopping zone, okay, so no standing is you can drop off passengers, pick up passengers. No stopping is no stopping other than for red lights and direction of a police officer. Well, that makes sense, and I would normally get those a little confused. So it's reasonable that you're asking about that. So hopefully that answers your question, and we can move on with life. <laughs> All right, uh, what do we got here? What do we got here? We talked about this already. If you get, uh, if you take driving school, do you get a reduction in your insurance rates? That's entirely up to the insur- to the insurance provider. But it's generally it's generally gives you a year of experience under your belt, like an additional year if you take the course. Okay, I don't know why YouTube is saying you're now live because we're live. Okay, here's a question. What is this? Oh, okay. This is a kale asking a question. Here's a question: Person on phone in parking lot hits something. What do they win? What do they get charged with? Oddly enough, they don't. See, if you're in a, in a parking lot, if you're on private property, um, there's no there's no charge for for um, hitting something. There's no collision. We don't charge people for collisions on private property because the the vast majority of charges don't apply on private property. You have to be on the highway. You have to be on any road in the province of Ontario, which is different in different provinces, right? Every province has their own Traffic Act or Traffic Safety Act. Um, Ours doesn't include uh, private property unless you're stunt driving. Now, if you're on the phone and you're doing a burnout and you hit something, we'll get you for stunt driving. That's different. And uh, this is good to know, Larissa likes Mustangs. So does that mean Larissa is coming to the course? Are you in the GTA? Is this a possibility? Did we just get another registrant? We're looking to register. We want to fill the spots. We'd love for the spots to be full. And you don't have to be a a brand-new driver. It's intended for new drivers. But if you you can, the truth is, anyone can benefit from uh, driving instruction. Everyone can get a refresher, absolutely. Uh, Let's see here. Okay, we've got it. Careless driving charge. They want to know if they can still drive. We'll talk about that in a second. What's the difference between radar detector and radar jammers? We're going to talk about that. Um, oh, okay. Achilles' question was, what if it's a passenger? So this is a follow-up to the question about hitting something. So, yeah, there's no charge. I mean, if they intentionally tried to do it, uh, that could be dangerous driving. could be, uh, you know, vehicle, uh, assault with a... A, a, a weapon being a car, like, uh, or is probably well, another charge wording for it, but that's what's coming out of my mouth right now. Uh, the deal is that, but but still driving a vehicle, unless it's dangerous driving, which is criminal, or stunt driving, which is under the Highway Traffic Act, uh, nothing else applies. Now, if it's minor contact, it may not even be classified as a, as a collision, because it has to result in injury uh, or damage. Okay. Questions about what's the toughest part of being a police officer? We'll talk about that in a second. Oh, master technicians got a question. Okay. Okay, scrolling back. What do we got here? The real are bike lanes discretional? We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. I think we're. I think I've checked off everything that's. Uh, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, as I re- as I read along to catch up, I'm like, yeah, yeah. All right, um, okay, we covered this one. So are bike lanes, oh, directional, not discretional. I misread it. Uh, yeah, you you can't go contra flow. Uh, so there are contra flow bike lanes, which means you're going in the opposite direction. But I, you know, it's funny, I, I have video for my dash cam. I've been getting a lot of good dash cam video recently, and I have to publish some of it. Uh, but yeah, there was a, there was somebody driving at me uh, in the bicycle lane. It's absolutely dangerous. It's absolutely illegal, it, unless it's a marked contraflow bike lane. And where do you see that? You see that in a in a um, on a one-way street, and on your left-hand side there'll be signs that say contraflow. Uh, it's important to, to to have it signed for the safety of the cyclist. Um, but uh, they are directional, so don't don't go the wrong way on a bicycle lane how come so many people get away with speeding on the 401 well so many people get away with speeding everywhere and it's simply a numbers game there are more drivers than there are police officers and then the police officers have to catch the person in the act of speeding and then once they are caught by way of measurement then we stop them and pull them over and as a procedure it takes time you have to you know go and approach and discuss and now that time while they're talking to one person Many other people may be speeding, but we can. It, it's like fishing. You can, You don't go out and fish. Uh, you don't go fishing and catch all the fish. You you catch them one at a time, usually, unless you're using a net. Uh, so maybe maybe it's not as good an analogy as I thought it was. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> okay. Uh, but that would be why we can only do one. We we can only do what we can do, and we will keep doing it. And uh, it may be your day that you get caught, and maybe somebody else's turn. Uh, but at the end of the day, what we need is people to wise up and slow down. Okay. Tyler, this is the G2 and careless question. So Tyler says, I just got a careless driving ticket after a bad collision. There's no accidents, just collisions. Uh, With my G2, can I still drive? Were you suspended? Was there something else involved? Were you advised that you couldn't? If you get a ticket, it's an allegation. It is saying that we believe you did this thing, and as a result, we are calling you out. Where You have the choice of either paying it or choosing to dispute it. If you pay it, um, as a G2 driver, when you get any ticket that is four demerit points, you are looking at a 30-day suspension, but you'd be notified of that suspension. I believe it takes a while to you get that one. If it was in court, you, or, or, you can inquire to see if your suspension is active, and it'll usually cause a uh, something to be mailed out within seven days. But here's the deal. If you are disputing it, taking it to court, saying that is not— you know, you don't believe that you are being careless and you're fighting it, until you're convicted, there's no there's no consequence, there's no uh change to your licensing status. So you're still a licensed uh driver, you don't have a suspension registered until you're convicted and and notified. And that notification, if it doesn't uh you know, if it if, if they would sent you something in mail, there's a period of time after which, uh, even if you haven't received it in the mail, uh, you're still suspended. Deemed to have been served or deemed you're deemed deemed to have been notified. I think that's the verbiage. Uh, so at the moment, it would appear that you, barring any other information, can still drive. Okay, what is the fine difference between radar jammer and radar detector, or vice versa? What is the fine difference between radar detector and radar jammer? Absolutely no difference. It's $170, two demera points, and we will search and seize the vehicle. Uh, at least the, the components in the vehicle. We can search the vehicle. We can seize the item. Uh, that makes it very interesting when it's wired up. So we, we got tools. We can we can rip it out for you. You may not like the way we take it out. It's much easier if you hand it over uh, rather than uh, you know putting us through the uh, the joy of disassembling your vehicle to get the stuff. But we we can go in and get it. Um, and just based on the belief that you have it, we can go in and and get it. So it's one of those things. Radar jammers are are, are fun. People think they're undetectable. They're not. Uh, they're much easier to detect than one would think. Radar detectors are the same thing. There are techno- technological technological uh, devices. Is that what we call it? Technology. There is technology that allows us to. Uh, they, they call it a radar detector. Detector. Do we need that? No. We're pretty astute. We're, we're pretty good at making observations and determinations based on those observations. And. Um, it's it, it's not it's not fun to have your car taken apart, which is why most people tend to, tend to just say, "Here you go," and they they hand over the thousand or 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 sometimes more expensive device um, and lose it because you're not allowed to own it, possess it, sell it, transport it. Nothing, not allowed. So Moody wants to know what the toughest part of being a police officer is. Um, it depends for everyone's going to have a different answer for this. Some will say it's tough to write notes it's tough to keep up with paperwork it's tough to see people suffering it's tough not being able to help everybody because we want to uh, it's not it's tough it's tough not being able to protect everybody because we can't be everywhere at the same time um, but but it's going to be a different answer for everybody uh, you know it's frustrating for me uh, to see people on the road who are choosing to, uh, to, to to speed and make the roads dangerous and it's tough not to be able to to respond to that, because I'm not on the road anymore, uh, it's tough when we go to a collision where people have died, uh, when when kids are hurt, uh, or calls where where someone's abusing somebody else, and and even if we can't help, even if we can, uh, you know, arrest or protect them in that moment, it's it's you want to do more. So it's tough because real world uh, is is tough, and we get to see that real world show a lot more. Most people go through life with rose-colored glasses, um, and we don't have those rose-colored glasses. We see the realities, the harsh realities, and and um, it's not always easy. So uh, I would say that the fact is knowing that the world is not what everyone else thinks it is, is probably the toughest part. Okay, master technician question, do police pull over semis, straight frames, in other commercial vehicles? Yes, we do. We pull over everything. Uh, if there's something that we don't have a, uh, you know, we think, we get a hunch, you know, something doesn't look right, we'll call our friends. We have a commercial motor vehicle inspection team. Uh, we will call one of them over if they're available. If we not, if they're not available, we'll call the MTO to come in. Uh, but we can lay charges. We can lay, we can stop the vehicles. Absolutely. Yes. All right, scroll in to see if there's some new, oh, there's a whole bunch of new stuff. Uh, we have here, ooh, Dr. Nick, we got here, um, okay. Doctor Nick says, "You just said a highway is any road in Ontario, so parking lots are roads in Ontario. So doesn't that make them highways? No. Um, a road, a an actual road, an assumed road that is not private property, is a road. a A paved space that is on private property is a private road, um, a, a, or a or a parking lot that people can drive on. But it's the parking lots are not roads. Uh, a highway is a." It it is a public space. It is a road that is assumed, and it is not owned by an individual person. It's owned by the government. It's maintained by the government. There can be private roads as well that the Highway Traffic Act would not apply on. So, I think I've tracked myself into a circle, but I think, uh, I, I think we've covered it. <laughs> Let me know if if, if it's not clear. Uh, Chase says, "What does Chase say?" If you got a speed on your radar that was 51 over the limit, but it was far away, would you charge for stunt or 51 over? Isn't there some tolerance if the driver versus speedo versus radar? Uh, most people, most officers, uh, will give a two-kilometer taller, uh, you know, thing. So if I, so, if I, if there, if we, depending on what your reading is, if you thought there was a two-kilometer an hour uh, variance, that was your threshold, uh, you would charge for 49 over. I, I wouldn't charge you for 51 over unless I could, and if I. If I could, if I was saying that it was fifty-one over, and I was, and I believe one hundred percent that it was fifty-one over, uh, I would I would charge you for stunt and speeding. Uh, if you, uh, but if it was fifty-one over, I would probably charge you for forty-nine over because I'd give you a two-kilometer uh, benefit of the doubt. It's just me. I don't want to I don't want to lose it in court. I want to have it absolutely dead to rights. And uh, fifty-two over, I, I think I think at that point you're done. 51 over, we'll say, we'll, we'll give you the two kilometers. For me. But uh, yeah, there's there's no, there's no real, like if it says the number, it says the number, I'll go with the number. All right, Suns, I don't know how to pronounce your username. Uh, what's the legality of electric scooters in Ontario? If we're talking about e-kick scooters or e-scooters that look like scooters but are e-bikes, because there's a difference. Uh, if you go to trafficcop.ca at the bottom, there's links to explain the rules for e-kick scooters and for e-bikes. Uh, e-kick scooters are those stand-up jobbies. They have a skateboard deck style flat space between two uh, wheels and they have a handlebar set and a, uh, and a vertical, uh, what is it called? Triple tree with a, with a handlebar post. I guess that's what it is. Uh, so those are legal in Ontario if the jurisdiction that you're in permits them, so the City of Toronto does not allow them, other jurisdictions do, that may change, though, because we've had a couple of serious collisions relating those. A couple of people, I think, have died uh, in relation to their use, so that you might find that they won't be as popular in some areas as they once were. But the deal is that uh, they cannot be capable of going more than 24 kilometers an hour on a flat surface. They have to have a motor no more powerful than 500 watts and uh, you must be 16 years of age to operate one, you must wear a helmet until you're 18 for those. 24 kilometers an hour and 500 watts is the big thing. Can't have seats if you have a seat attached it's a motorcycle. If you were talking about the e-bike version of a scooter-ish looking thing that is an e-bike, uh, well, then they are maxed at 32 kilometers an hour, must have functioning pedals. Uh, you must wear a helmet at all times. And a, again, a, a maximum power rating for the motor of 500 watts. Now, people say, well, if I have this limiter on, or it came from the factory with a limiter that doesn't allow it to go more than 32 kilometers an hour, but it's got a 1,000-watt motor, guess what? That's a motorcycle. It has to meet all of the requirements. So I hope that answers your question. If you need more, ask more. If a if a passenger opens alcohol in a car, who gets in trouble? Everybody gets in trouble. driver's responsible. Uh, the, the tickets would be likely chart-leaked for both. Uh, This is why you don't want to put your taxis and limo drivers in in a spot. I mean, most people don't care about the taxi driver, but as a taxi driver, I would hope you'd pull over and say, get out of my taxi. Um, Yeah, it's not legal for anyone. And uh, charges can be laid for the driver and charges can be laid, I believe, for the individual as well. Tim's uh, coming late to the party, but good morning to you. And thank you for reminding me of the time. Uh, because it is uh, it is just after 10.30, which means I get to tell you who I am again. And uh, well, that message came up too soon. Here we go. So uh, my name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. And I talk about traffic safety, traffic law and police stuff every single day. Sometimes more than once. Actually all day, even when I'm at home alone. I'm talking about it, thinking about it. Traffic safety is a big deal. And uh, I certainly think about it while I'm driving around in my personal vehicle. Uh, if that sounds like you, maybe you should be a police officer and uh, we are hiring police officers I uh, I think you should go over to tps.ca forward slash careers and you'll be greeted by this site and here one career many opportunities hey it's a slogan Uh, you can get information about becoming a police officer special constable parking enforcement officer communications operator along with civilian roles what is a civilian role well that is a position that has um, no uniform attached to it generally speaking Uh, You can work in our clerk records release section, Uh, agreement specialist for legal services, intermediate programmer, programmer, my pronunciation is going funny. Uh, We've got senior advisor in strategic analysis and governance, senior analyst, Azure integration platforms. Now, why am I reading only five? And last week, if you were watching, there was eight or 10 or maybe even 12 because these postings come and go. If you don't post or if you don't apply for the job while the posting is up, well, you've lost the opportunity for this round. And someone will be hired from the group that applied then. And it won't be you if you didn't apply. See how that works. You don't ask, you don't get. If you're interested in working for us in any capacity, check the site. And, uh, of course, we're always looking for police officers. But there are very specialist opportunities uh, in other areas, and serving your community doesn't necessarily require a uniform. If you are supporting us in the back end as a a programmer, analyst, well, that's an important job, and we need you. So if you have those skills, consider joining an amazing team. We are a great place to work, and I'm totally biased when I say that. (laughs) But I, I believe it. So what does that mean? I'm biased and I believe it? I don't know. Uh, Zombie says, so can you get charged for not following road signs in big parking lots? Example, Walmart here has two stop signs in their parking lot. No, you can't get charged for it. It's not a road. Uh, parking lots are parking lots. Roads are roads. The, the rule, In fact, I can't even charge you for not having a driver's license on private property. I can't charge you for not having insurance on private property. But if you're driving uh, and treating that private property like a racetrack, and you're you're sliding around and burning, doing burnouts. That's stunt driving, and I can charge you for that. Okay, I'm a fun guy. <laughs> I love it when the username is a dad joke. Uh, are cops allowed to walk into traffic to stop you? No car, 90 kilometers an hour, pay duty job. Yes, 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 we can. Um, would we go out into a 90 kilometer an hour zone to do traffic stops? Um, that that's a high risk situation. I would think that's that's less safe. Um, but is it is it against the rules or against the law? It's it's higher risk. But where is there a 90 kilometer zone where? Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm fit, trying to visualize myself in this scenario. So, you know, in a 90 kilometer an hour zone, that is an expressway in the city of Toronto. We're not walking into traffic for that. We're not doing radar with a it's standing at the side of the road. So I don't I don't think, although it wouldn't be against the rules, um, I don't think that's a reality. I don't think that's happening. You know, where I am, I've I've stopped people who are doing over 100 kilometers an hour in a 60 zone by stepping out into traffic. So it's not outside of the realm of possibility, but in a 90 zone, we're probably not doing that kind of enforcement. We're gonna be in a car. Cool. Uh, Chase has a question about remote control care. If you are using a remote control care while unpaired, aren't you in carrying control of a motor vehicle? No. If you're talking about a remote control car, like a toy car, one about that big, um, no. You, you could probably get charged for a bunch of other things, maybe, possibly, but not motor vehicle. It doesn't qualify as a motor vehicle. But now you've opened up a whole new area of, Maybe we can go start staking out those RC car clubs. <laughs> uh, how many years? Oh, here. This is a more, more chase, chase. Chase part two. How many years would you estimate it takes a police officer from the time they apply to the time they are doing traffic enforcement daily? So that, yeah, I don't know. See, if you are lucky enough to come to traffic services, it could certainly be uh, more uh, of your daily deal. But when you become a police officer, you once you're you're a sworn officer, uh, you're out there. You're you're you. When you have downtime in between your calls, you can go and do traffic enforcement as much as you like, as long as you've got the time. Uh, and the problem is that many divisions are very busy and they have lots of calls impending, and they never seem to have that time. Well, we try and give officers time to do enforcement because it's important. Okay, Kyle Hawking, how you doing? We have a question that says, Morning, Sean. If a vehicle waiting to make a left turn at a red light jumps in front of opposing cars when the light turns green, is there a charge for that? Okay, so in your, your scenario, because I misread it or, or misinterpreted it the first time I read it, if you're talking about all vehicles are behind the stop line and a vehicle uh, waiting to make a left turn just before or just after the light turns green hits the gas, and makes a left turn. It's called a jackrabbit start. It is stunt driving. They would be eligible for everything that, that doing 150 kilometers an hour uh, anywhere would get. Right, stunt driving. So they're going to lose their license for 30 days. They're going to lose their vehicle for 14. Uh, they would be charged for an offense that carries a two to $10,000 fine and up to six months in jail on the first conviction. Uh, it's a serious charge. And it's very specifically outlined as, a, as an event under stunt driving. Uh, in fact, I have a video that describes... Exactly this, and I have I have video to support it. Uh, you know there, there was a dash cam that I was commenting on. So um, if you, I think I have your email address, but I, I can send you a link to it. Uh, otherwise, DM me and I can send it to you. Do 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 chase. How dare you get rid of vanilla cake but keep keep lemon on Xbox, well, that wasn't for me. Uh, I'm I'm assuming that was for for Akela Jaconis. By the way, Akela, you got to come join. The Telegram chat. Uh, if you go to telegram.trafficcop.ca, that'll get you to the uh, to to the Telegram chat, and from there you can join the group. We're playing around with it, but it's a small group right now. It's mostly Chase and uh, and Michael and myself, uh, but anyone who's interested in coming to be co- part of that conversation, which kind of carries on all the time, um, jump in. Telecom Telegram. Try that again. Telegram.trafficop.ca. Okay. Uh, Raddock says, "Good morning, good morning. Does Toronto Police conduct roadside speed enforcement at night? Yes, we we do speed enforcement all the time. Uh, different uh, different times, uh, different officers, different. But but we're always doing speed enforcement because it's always important. Uh, what is this? Oh, wrong one. Here we go. In order to qualify and get plates, you have to have valid insurance. So do your plates get pulled along with a no insurance ticket?" Uh, no. Uh, so a, no insur- a charge of no insurance uh, means that you can't drive, right? We, we'll we direct you and you can't drive. You have to figure out uh, uh, either arranging for insurance or a tow. Uh, we don't take your vehicle or your plates at that point. But maybe we should. I'd like to see that. If we would impound for uh, other things, we should impound for that. But that's my opinion. Uh, what is this? Ah, a question from... Mike Yestel, did I pronounce that right? Can a police officer pull over a driver outside of their region? For, anse- for instance, example uh, OPP in Peel region. Yes, uh, we can. As police officers, we can always pull you over. Uh, there is uh, th- there's no issue there. In terms of laying a charge, we want to make sure that we lay a charge to a courthouse that is reasonable for you to attend, and that means that if uh, if I'm going to write a ticket to you. Our tickets are going to take you to our local courthouse uh, or, or used to be that we would have mo- many different courthouses. Now it's, it's they're centralizing a lot of the stuff and I'm not, not sure where we're sending people because uh, I used to send people to Old City Hall. Anyway, uh, long story short is if we are more than one jurisdiction in between, we will have another police officer write the ticket and we will become witnesses. But we'll still, we still have the authority to stop you. Uh, OPP runs through almost everywhere, so they have a different situation. But certainly, we Peel can can uh, ticket people on the highway. I can ticket people on the highway as a Toronto officer. Absolutely. Akela is going to look in the Telegram. Cool. Ah, here's a question from Dag Maui. Uh, hopefully, I pronounced that correctly. Can I have a radar detector in my car which only tells if a speed radar is nearby? That that is that is what a radar detector is, and no, you cannot. It's prohibited in the province of Ontario. You cannot uh, transport them. You cannot buy them, sell them, uh, use them. You you cannot have any. You cannot have one. Uh, the charge is one hundred and seventy dollars. Comes with three demerit points, and we have search and seizure authority, so we can search if we think you have one. Uh, once we find that item, we are going to seize it. It will no longer be for you. It'll be destroyed at some point. Uh, but yeah, you cannot you cannot have them. In Ontario I don't think they should be legal anywhere I don't think that's a product that should be available for sale anywhere on the planet because the reason they exist is to help you avoid getting caught which allows you to continue doing things you're not supposed to do which is speeding it's illegal and if you temporarily change your opinion uh, or your your um, sorry your behavior temporarily to avoid getting caught and then you move on and you know kill someone because of your choices, uh, and I mean that in a speed way, not because you pulled out a edged weapon. Uh, you, you're, you're just delaying the change of behavior that is necessary. So we need to catch people who are using radar detectors or choosing the speed, I should say, and we need to charge them and we need to have them lose their licenses or increase their insurance rates or have some consequence to motivate them to do the right thing. Because speeders are doing very much the wrong thing. And those pieces of equipment are there to help enable them to do the wrong thing longer. Zombie says, don't apps like Waze technically count as radar detection? No, uh, they don't because you don't know what the function is of the person who's there. So it's a social media. It's a social networking app for, for, uh, for GPS that reports things like traffic and the presence of police. Well, just because the police are there doesn't mean they're conducting speed enforcement. It does, in a way, do the same thing. If you see police are there, you might change your behavior, but it doesn't qualify as radar detection and I've always thought myself uh, you know pretty pretty special when I was the officer that was identified as the person standing at that street corner <laughs> uh, but but I totally get why people would would associate the two it's, but it's not the same. Uh, bum, bum, bum. if you're from out of the country and your plates get stolen here, how would you get back home? Is there a temporary solution? I'm guessing the New York DMV doesn't mail plates internationally. It's a very good question, I don't know the answer to. Um, I imagine that with a police report in hand that you'd be finding some way, there there must be a way. I just don't have an answer for you. But it is a good question. Uh, I'm on sidewalk, or I am on sidewalk. What charges for accelerating through yellow signals just witnessed that action? Michael is is the eye in the the well I on the street you our, your our, our, our local news correspondent from the sidewalk uh, the deal is that is if you accelerate to get through a yellow signal you have failed to stop for a re- yellow signal and I'll read it because so many people are, are confused about this I don't know why it's confusing but it is is apparently confusing I have this conversation all the time okay going to the HTA here we go Is it amber or yellow? Must be under yellow. Um, fail to stop. That's not, I typed Dale. What is going on with the, the, the weird issues with the keyboard? Fail, not Dale to stop. Equipment rolls the road. Amber light, fail to stop. So it is firstly a $180 fine, three demerit points, Every driver approaching a traffic control signal showing a circular amber indication and facing the indication shall stop his or her vehicle if he or she can do so safely. Otherwise, he or she may proceed with caution. Well, that's, that is somewhat ambiguous, isn't it? It means that if you are capable of stopping your vehicle, you must stop your vehicle. If it's not something that—if that, you're accelerating, it means you could have stopped but didn't. That's what it means. At least that's how my evidence is going to roll and then went out to lay the charge. Okay. For the record, I'm not driving on the sidewalk. I am glad that you clarified that, thank you. Okay, we got a Kayla, we got comments here, we got comments here. If you're watching and wanna know where all these questions are coming from, they're coming from people like you. They're people from, from folks who are contributing to the show and you can do the same thing by asking questions online. And uh, if you're watching on TikTok, JD is taking your questions and uh, putting them over. And if uh, you are, Uh, on YouTube or any of the other platforms, you are likely getting your questions taken care of by yourself. Okay. Uh, Jake here is coming through Instagram. One day we're gonna get you on a different platform. Uh, Saw your video of insane driver cutting around tractor trailer. Was there anything you could do? I wish I could. Um, The question or the video being referenced, I will put up on screen right now because many people may not have seen this. I think this is it. This video should really shock you. This is footage filmed in my vehicle. This is my dash camera. And what you're seeing is an aggressive driver. They're following too close and that isn't shocking on its own. It's not legal, but it's not shocking. It's the maneuver they're about to do. This is the aggressive lane change to the right, the immediate cutting off of the vehicle on its left. And then when it gets better, it's the thread the needle between 18 wheelers. Yeah, that's that's the video. Now, was I able to lay charges? I really hoped I was gonna be able to. So first off, you have to know that when I was driving, I was off duty in my personal vehicle with my family on board, I didn't even see a license plate because it didn't really, I, I saw the, the, the tailgating, but it's peripheral vision. I saw them make the lane change over and it wasn't until they made that dash across the three lanes uh, and, and then cut between the, the space, again, was a holy cow moment, but I didn't have a license plate. So when I got safely stopped, I downloaded the video. I had a license plate, well beyond the ability to uh, to call them in and have a reasonable chance of catching them. Uh, and then I reviewed the rear camera as well because they did pull up aside. And I was really disappointed to find out that I couldn't identify the driver. I couldn't get a, a clear image because of glare on the windshield. Because I, I have a full frame picture of that vehicle, and you can't make out anything inside the vehicle, which is thoroughly disappointed Cause had I been able to, I would lay charges and I would be charging them for dangerous driving, which is a criminal offense in the province of Ontario. Very, very disappointed. I like to, uh, I like to win. And <laughs> that was, a, that was not a win. Okay. Uh, we got a bunch of questions who came in. Robbie, Robbie Bobby has a question. Uh, what is the speed limit on a mobility scooters? A question that just came in, uh, boom, boom, boom. Okay, another question from zombie. All right, I'm flagging a bunch of stuff in because we're leading up. We got eight minutes left of the show. Oh, cool. Okay, Kayla's got some some stuff that he's sharing with me. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, first question before we we move into nine more questions, is uh, what authority does Bell have to put a cone on the road and make everyone go around them? What 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 is the reason for the cone? Is it just a cone for the sake of putting a cone on the road? Uh, if it's a hazard, they're marking a hazard. So it depend. Do they, Does everyone have a, a an authority to mark a hazard? I don't know. Uh, if they're they're doing if they're parking their vehicle there, they're putting. They have this weird policy. A lot of the companies like Rogers and and, and so on. Their technicians have a policy to put cones out. Do they have authority to put cones out? I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think you need authority to put a cone out as long as you're doing it for the right reasons. Okay. See what the next one is. But it's a very good. No, I really don't know. Authority for cone, cone Authority. Maybe we'll make a t shirt. Cone cone Authority. Oh, that's good. Okay. I, I don't, traffic cops find strange things humorous, apparently. Uh, Kayla says, I could help you set up your Waze feed so all police locations would be updated from the data you share on your website. Cops everywhere. Um, oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay, we'll talk about this. I like this idea. Uh, how many questions? What is this? Head. Oh, uh, Chase, who's had a who always has lots of questions, and I thank you for them because you're you're a contributor. You make the show better by by being here. Uh, but he, he he says that basically it was a long weekend. That's why he has so many questions. All right. Here's Robbie Bobby's question: of Is it uh, is it sure best way to beat? A traffic ticket, I guess true, it's a typo. Is it true best way to beat a traffic ticket is not to get one and be a good driver? It is absolutely the best advice. Uh, th- the easiest way to avoid a ticket is simply by being a good driver, being a cr- and a courteous one. It is so easy to be nice to people. Uh, I think we forget that. We think we're in a rush to get somewhere five seconds faster than the next person. Wait, I, so, okay, true story. Uh, while I was driving to or from uh, work a, a couple of days ago, which would be last week. I uh, I came up to a bus. Buses happen, and the bus was in the the uh, the lane to my right. It was in a bus lane, and we were both at the at the stop line. Now, yielding for a bus is when you're behind the bus, right? When the light turned, I let him go, and his face. The driver turned to me and was like, "Really." like, thank you. And then even to the point of sticking his arm out the window to wave and thank me afterwards. Uh, so yeah, you can be, you can be good. You can be kind. You can help people out and little things like this, they have this amazing ability to make people's days brighter. And, uh, when you do that, it carries on because that person, that bus driver was probably in a great mood for the rest of the day, or at least for the next five minutes until somebody aggravated them, but whatever. Uh, The question the Flat Earth channel wants to know is what is the speed limit on a mobility scooter? I I don't know. I I, I don't know offhand. Um, I think the majority of them are maxed out at 8 kilometers an hour. That's a guess. I I have some experience with mobility scooters and I believe that they're 8 kilometers, but I don't know if they're legislated or if it just seems to be what they are. Uh, And we're talking about a true mobility scooter and not something that someone built and, uh, you know, does 40k an hour and they say is a mobility scooter. I mean, people hack things all the time. Uh, Zombie asks, "What if you're at a red light and the car is coming up behind you fast, likely to oh likely to crash? So you proceed safely into the intersection? Would you get charged for running a red light?" Yeah, um, no. Proceed before green. If you already stopped, the charge would be proceed before green. If they were, see, it, it, there's so many what ifs. If you did that to avoid a collision, you know, would you be faulted? if nothing happened because you did it but you avoided a collision? Probably not. If you did it and it caused a multiple car pileup, would you be charged? Yeah, you would. Uh, There's never an excuse. You're always gonna be responsible for everything you do in your vehicle. So if you do that and everything works out great, chances are you're okay and the observations made by an officer would be that you did the right thing. But was it illegal to go through the intersection? Technically, yes. Uh, But I like the question. I like questions that go down a rabbit hole of of what ifs because it, it depends. Can you make a left turn on a red light at an intersection of two one-way streets? So yes, Nathan, if you are uh, on a one-way street approaching another one-way street, if it's safe to do so and not prohibited by a sign, then you can make a one-way, uh, you can make a left turn on a red light to another one-way street. It's very unique, it's very odd, it's very rare. Um, how many ways can I say the same thing? It doesn't happen very often that that, that is an occurrence, but it is possible that that that's what would happen. Uh, the the best thing here is, uh, you know, we talk about safety and safety for pedestrians and safety for motorists in general. And the deal is, um, that's the focus. Whether you can or can't do something, like so many people make right turns on reds when it's absolutely unsafe. They don't. They either don't stop or they don't yield to the pedestrian traffic. There's a lot of confusion where there shouldn't be any confusion. Okay, the flat Earth follows up on their question about mobility scooters. Can I drive sixty kilometers an hour on a mobility scooter? Uh, I'm going to say no, because <laughs> that's a, clearly a motor vehicle. Uh, but I don't. I, I I don't have a a section of code that says mobility scooter. Like when does it get classified as a mobility scooter? Um, If it's a wheelchair, it's a wheelchair. If it's a mobility scooter designed and constructed as one, uh, it's gonna get that benefit. But when you take a device that is meant to uh, facilitate, uh, you know, those who need assistance getting around and turn it into a motor vehicle, it's a motor vehicle. A sticker that's saying mobility scooter doesn't doesn't bypass the law. Uh, Oh. Chase wants to know if you can tint windows on a uh, mobility scooter. Okay. Laser is getting so common. Uh, okay. Good point. So Chase says laser is getting so common that any type of detector is useless as they already have your speed locked in. Yes. So even radar detect, we don't leave radar, um, you know, you have momentary, we don't use handheld. And I've got a couple of, eh, can't reach it. All right. <laughs> this is an old-school radar gun. Uh, like, I mean old-school. We do not use this anymore. This is uh, how can I show you this? Like, this will tell you a speed. Uh, this will—but but you have to understand the technology. This is not, this is not a laser-focused device— Identifying a specific vehicle speed, it requires skill to use because you need to be able to identify uh, with your own observations what speed you're, you're, you're measuring. So anything handheld is going to be laser now. And that means we're going to put a crosshair on your vehicle, and we know exactly what we're pointing at. And it's accurate. And yes, a, a device like a laser detector or an additional sensor is kind of baloney because, yeah, it might read it. It might not and we've already got you. So yeah, momentary uh, depression of the, of the trigger causes it to to, to to emit a laser signal and then it stops when we let go. So it's pretty useless as, as, uh, as Chase says. Uh, when it comes to moving radar, okay, maybe. Maybe you'd be getting a, a little heads up on, on the fact that it's being used, but is it really that beneficial? No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, dad joke time. It is. It really is. It's eleven o'clock. It's dad joke time. Is a zip tie on a motorcycle license illegal? You mean to hold your motorcycle license plate to your vehicle? Uh, no, it's not illegal to zip tie your plates. Uh, they have to be. They can't flip or flop. Like it has to be secured. Um, if you're only if you're if it's flapping around, that's a problem. Uh... Aquila says, "Should have brought a radar detector. Sorry, radar gun to the Indy. We and as Chase says, we did we did do that last year, and we had hoped to do that again. But the officer who was going to bring one called in sick, they, and they were really disappointed. They really wanted because they got I got some great photos of. If you go through my Instagram, I think, I think I have it posted on mine as to what the uh, the speed was caught on the track. Okay. Oh, and Tiga." Antigua, 1999 says our police at construction sites paid by the city or the construction company. Uh, they are paid. They're they're paid by the the company, uh, whether it be the building company, the construction company, the security something in relation to that event. The, the city is not paying for that. Now some would argue that if they're building something for the city, then or or the, the construction company is billing that back. So isn't it the city paying for it? It's the company that's paying for it, however their accounting works, it's still the company that's technically paying for it. So that is, uh, you know, very often police officers uh, are hired even when they're not required because the security guards that are doing the job aren't having the same effect or they don't feel safe. So police officers who have the authority to stop vehicles uh, and, and control traffic in that area uh, are used and it makes their lives a lot easier. So it's, it is something called a paid duty and that's because it's it's being paid by another company um, and they pay the service in addition to paying the officer. So there's a, there's a fee that the service is paid. Uh, let's see here. Oh. What are the rules at a racetrack? Do you need a license and insurance? Racetracks, racing I think requires a racing license. Like They have to qualify you to get you on the track um, to do certain things. I, and I'm not a race car driver. I don't do this myself, but my understanding is to to race in a qualified event with other vehicles. You need to have uh, be qualified, but it's not a driver's license they're looking for. Uh, in terms of insurance, I don't think any insurance will cover you on a racetrack, so no insurance is required. But obviously, if you're driving it to the track, you need insurance for that purpose. Uh, but no insurance is going to cover you on the track. Yes, okay. We um, have that joke flag. We got that. Ah, question about headlights. And we're wrapping up in a couple of minutes, so we just getting last questions in here. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it would have been cool to know how fast we were going in the C8. Uh, but I don't think we were going that fast. We were just going quick. So first question here is from Maria who wants to know if you're able to lightly tint your headlights. Actually, it's absolutely prohibited. You cannot tint your, t- your headlight uh, at all. Can't put anything on there. Good question, though. Scrolling just to see if there's anything going on here on. Oh, and by the way, just a shout-out to Tracy. Uh, I see you there. I don't know if Emma's also here, but a a, a, uh, a shout-out to Emma as well. Let me scroll back. Do I see an Emma? I don't know. But if you're here, hello and thank you. Uh, Emma and Tracy are, 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 are religiously in the chat helping out, and I really appreciate you. They know stuff and things, because they've been here for a long time and they listen and they repeat. And some people don't like getting the answers from them, but uh, they know a lot of stuff through osmosis. And because they know stuff anyway. All right, we'll move into dad jokes. So first off, uh, dad joke. My doctor told me last month that I'm going deaf. I haven't heard from him since. I would say groaner, but I actually enjoyed that. It was funny. Uh, What do we got here? I've got some calendar stuff. Oh, this is Monday's joke. I've been hit by the same bike three times in a week. It's a vicious cycle. (laughs) I like that one. Today's joke, the joke for August 8th. What did the ground say to the earthquake? You crack me up. And that's it. That is the show for today. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, to, is this a, is this a radio week? I think last week was a radio week. I think this week is no radio. So that means that will be a 10 o'clock show tomorrow, unless I hear otherwise uh, from radio land. And if that happens, I'll let you know because I tweet this stuff. I, I actually schedule the posts and most platforms will announce and I will announce on Twitter every day what the next day is going to do. But assume that 10 a.m. I will be here doing what I do every day, uh, which is answering your traffic and police questions. In the meantime, uh, please enjoy the traffic song. And then I might be here for a second afterwards, or I may not. We'll leave it to to surprise you.
1: Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch for pedestrians look out for bikes and don't drive like a jerk. That no one likes. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Put down your cell phone, nobody needs you to text and drive on the DVP. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Stop the stop signs, look both ways, then go. Seat belt, save your life indeed. And watch your driving. Don't speed. Yellow light, red light, green light. Go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get free. Yellow light, red light, green light. Go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow.
0: Yeah, I'm still here. Somebody wants to know if I arrested, Dr- or you guys arrest Drake? I don't get the joke. Drake is a male duck, right? That's what you're talking about? Oh, the the the, the, the musician. Uh, no, I have no idea. Does he drive? Everything I've ever seen is, is him being driven uh, by a driver. He owns a Bugatti? No kidding. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think we did. I haven't heard anything interesting. Uh, but on that note, Have a great day. Drive safe. Drive sober. Drive legally. Park legally. Um, Don't do anything illegal. Don't drive e-kicks. That is a long list of don'ts and do's. It's called the Highway Traffic Act. We'll talk more about it tomorrow. Have a great day.